Welcome back to Black History Musical Bites. We are here. We are here in the motherland. We are literally touching the grounds of Lagos, and I am here for it, here for it, here for it. Y'all, I'm your host, Mary Yusufu, and it is with absolute joy and pleasure that I talk about this woman here today. I mean, there are women, and then there are women, and then there are women, and to me, let's just let's just keep it real all women are fantabulous we are super we are gentle we are layered we are not monolith we are all of the things we want to be and everything that our ancestors and mothers and aunts and grandmas pray we could be lord we are women and i for one i'm here for it that it doesn't have to look like anything other than what we want it to be up in these 2022 streets. Are we really in 2022? Yes, good God. We are in 2022. Want to do it? Hallelujah. Okay. I have to speak on it because I'm just like, why has there not been a movie about this woman? Her name is Valerie L. Thomas. Let me just say that name again. Let it sink in. Her name is Valerie L. Thomas. She was born in February 8th, 1943. What do those numbers mean to me? What do they mean to you, y'all? I mean, just the mere fact that uh, today is February 7th and her birthday is tomorrow, February 8th, is uh, I think the stars are aligning itself (laughs) It's 1943 that she was born. So this just tells me a lot of things. One, we know her to be an American scientist and inventor. Okay, okay. We all know, or at least we're learning now, that she invented the illusion transmitter for which she received a patent in 1980. What were you doing in 1980? I was, I was in the, it was, I was in the stars. I was somewhere in these heaven streets, and God was preparing me to come down. <laughs> um, she was responsible for developing the digital media format image processing systems used in the early years of the Landsat program. What does that even mean, y'all? Um, so much, so many layers. What it translates to is what we do now in these streets when we watch these fabulous 3D movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you think about the 3D movie that you're watching and enjoying, when you think about that 3D you know, experience that you're navigating, whether it be on a video game or through these, you know, there are all these, Oh, let me experience something. Let me have an experiential moment. Ooh, there's a dinosaur experience we can go to. Ooh, there's a Save by the Bell experience. All these multimedia levels, next level experiences. I'm not going to say it's Valerie L. Thomas that did it, but y'all, 3D has engaged itself and made itself so real and and so open for us to then think of next level things. Oh, what does 4D look like? Oh, 4D means that now we're dealing with all of the senses, smell, touch, seeing, hearing, boom. But without 4D, 
without 3D, we wouldn't have 4D. So let's go ahead and give Lady Valerie L. Thomas, let me say it again, let's go ahead and give Lady Valerie L. Thomas her flowers, her flowers right now. I personally did not learn of her in uh, any school. <laughs> Why? I don't know, y'all. They just be teaching us about slavery when it comes to black history, and then that's where it starts, and that's where it ends. It's like, there's Frederick Douglass, who talked to Lincoln and helped y'all be freed. And there's Sojourner Truth, who, like, was strong and powerful with her word mouth and word and, and wrote, a, wrote a thing and Harriet Tubman, and that's the end of that story. It's like, wait a second, what happened before and what happened after? Apparently there are all these fabulous-ass folks who've been doing stuff, y'all, doing stuff. My goodness. Um, She worked for NASA. I don't know if I've already said that. She definitely worked for NASA. Um, I feel like Morgan State University is a HBCU, but I don't want to coin that. But I do know that her alma maters are uh, Morgan State University, George Washington University, University of Delaware, Simmons College Graduate School of Management. Um, that's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. Okay, I don't know what y'all were doing in your um, university days, but what I was doing was something um, less layered and less, I mean, I don't want to say less layered because let's keep it real. Raising children and being a mother is a whole level of layer that one can, uh, talk about for days, months, years. We are what keep humanity going round and round in circles. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. Uh, I'm talking to myself and I am co-signing the things that I'm saying because big ups to mothers. But this isn't about us right now. We're talking about Lady Valerie Thomas, y'all, because she is lit. I'm a huge fan of like, okay, well, what created this kind of energy? Like in order for us to see this like dope ass human that exists as a full fledged adult, well, what, what was going on in her early life? What was going on? Well, it seems to me, y'all, Baltimore, Maryland people, y'all are raising some, <laughs> some, I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Y'all raised the Braxtons. I love all of the Braxtons, all of them and their musical force and all that good stuff. So now we can also tag along this brilliant scientist, Valerie Thomas. She was born in Baltimore, Maryland, um, and she took to science very easily uh, as a child, like, and I guess it was after observing her father tinkering with the television and seeing the mechanical parts inside the television. Can that, can that be a, like, like a little light bulb for all of us as parents and caregivers? When we see our kids tinkering or they see us tinkering with something and you know, if, if it's a socket, we, we don't want our children electrocuted. But however, if they are messing around with, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, an interesting radio and, and they're trying to open it up and whatnot, I feel like we should let them because boy, oh boy. Without her seeing her father tinkering with the television and her seeing the mechanical parts inside the television, would that have fed deeper into her interest of, ooh, 
the questionings that scientists are required to do. Right? If if this is true, well, what else is true? Well, if what else is true, well, is this true? Hypotenuse, hypothesis, all that good stuff. Y'all can tell I'm not a scientist because I put hypotenuse and hypothesis together. Shame on me. Their H's, they sounded good. It is what it is. It is <laughs> what it is. Okay. Um, so I love that that was like kind of her, like, in into science, you know? They said at the age of eight, she read the boy's first book on electronics. Ding, 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 ding. Look at that. Boy's first book on electronics. <sighs> Six powerful words that shouldn't combine itself, but they did. Someone decided to write the boy's first book on electronics. And although my feminist ass is bothered by that statement title sentence, without the boy's first book on electronics, we wouldn't have a fabulous eight-year-old woman read this fabulous book, have it spark her interest in in further the career in science. Okay, despite his own interest in electronics, her father would not help her with the projects in the book. Hmm. At the all-girls school she attended, she was not encouraged to pursue science and mathematics courses, although she did manage to take a physics course. Y'all, Although Thomas did not have much intellectual support as a young child, she did have a few teachers who fought. Let me say it one more time. She did have a few teachers who fought for her at a young age. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but at least as long as you have at least one person in your corner, amen, amen. And here's the, the thing that is my kicker is that she seemed to be in her own corner. So like, even if, and I said one person, even if no one is in your corner, please, you be in your corner. If you have an inkling and a sense of, I am good at this thing and it's something that is benefiting you and the, the world at large, please be your own champion. It's hard. It's hard in these streets, especially with the haters and whatnot. Like her dad was like her inspiration but also slightly hater this is me putting my little nosy two cents on it because it's like wow come on let her like shine you know it's 1940 whatnot 1950 whatnot i get it i get it i get it but big ups to her teachers who fought for her at a young age um wow at morgan state university she was one of two women majoring in physics. She was one of two women majoring in physics. She excelled in her mathematics and science courses and was grad and, and then graduated with the highest honors in 1964 with a degree in physics. She then went to work for NASA, won't he do it? NASA, won't he do it? Uh, I'm thinking, like, at a certain point, they definitely, you know, because we all know um, um, the the film with Taraji P. Henson, um, Hidden, Hidden Figures, based on the woman Catherine who helped get Lance Armstrong to 
to Mars based on her mathematical um, calculations. We didn't we we didn't hear about a homegirl over here in these streets who began her her career at NASA as a data analyst in 1964. She developed real-time computer data systems to support satellite operations between the years of 1964 and 1970. She oversaw the creation of the Landsat program. That was between 1970 and 1981. This woman was doing a lot, y'all. She's doing a lot. I don't know, again, what y'all were doing in your in these adult streets, but she was doing a lot for the cause, okay? Without her, we wouldn't be enjoying, let's, say, let's face it, these 3D experiences that we are experiencing now. Come on, come on. She attended an exhibition in 1976 that included an illusion of a light bulb that appeared to be lit, even though it had been removed from its socket. The illusion, which involved another light bulb and concave mirrors, that inspired Thomas. Curious about how light and concave mirrors could be used in her work at NASA, she began her research in 1977. This involved creating an experiment in which she observed how the position of a concave mirror would affect the real object that is reflected. Using this technology, she would invent the illusion transmitter. Bing, bing, ding, ding, ding. The illusion transmitter. On October 21st, 1980, she obtains the patent for the illusion transmitter. Uh, Let this be said to all who are listening. Once you make the dang thing that is so lit and lit litty that's going to be in these history books now, make sure you put your name on it. Uh, make sure you get and collect the receipts, which is what's going to send me into this really quick song. Collect the receipts. Get the receipts. Collect, 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 collect the receipts. Like Thomas did. Why, 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 why you collect the receipts? So it's to read history. Don't forget the collect the receipts. Because without the receipts, nobody would know that homegirl made the first. The homegirl made the first ooh, illusion transmitter. Collect the receipts. Collect the receipts. We say collect the receipts. Collect the receipts. That's the end of that because I'm just so overwhelmed with how much this woman, like, literally added and aided to the space and the sphere of physics between the 1960s and um, essentially in 1990. Um, in 1990, she began, well, she became a major part of NASA's science networking and today's internet. So like she not only participated in all of these kinds of uh, futuristic things we are all enjoying now, but she was also laying the footwork for what we would know as the internet that was that was coming out in 1995. We would we would she was she was laying down this work with other of course other science folks in 1990. She retired from NASA in 1995. A position, it says, is she was an associate chief of NASA Space Science Data Operations Office. But y'all, it, we all know it's so much more. She continued even after retiring. She um, continued doing her research. She is, to me, she's one of those unsung heroes. Like, you can, 
you can uh, reach the moon and the stars, y'all, without um, having your name lit in stars. And I appreciate this woman for being one of them, one of those. So give it up, give it up, give it up for Valerie Thomas. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you have done. Without you, we wouldn't um, have the next levels of us coming through in these science streets. So, hey, hey. Stay tuned for the next episode of Black History Musical Bites. Take care of yourselves, y'all. I'm Mary Nisufu, and I'm Yahoo!